0: got to mind your business, right? You've got to think about what's going to positively affect your business in the long term and not just today and be reactionary.
1: If you let the panic and fear overwhelm you, then you're going to lose a lot of money in the process.
0: Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Alteration. I'm your host Todd Daxheimer. With me, as always, is Matt Jones. Matt, how are we doing today?
1: I'm doing great. I'm enjoying my social distancing and <laughs> getting some work done at home.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just don't cough, all right? I don't want to get <laughs> your cold. <laughs> <laughs> sure,
1: sure. How are you doing? Uh,
0: doing well, doing well. Same thing. Uh, it's been different. Like the the is definitely different, and people like. That are going to listen to this like a, a year or two years down the road. It's it's going to be an interesting to hear some of these conversations we've been having about this. It'll, it'll bring back some memories. Um, but yeah, it's just been uh, it's definitely different. You know, I'm not having the uh, one-on-one uh, meetings with people that I traditionally have at least one, maybe two or three, four uh, a week. So that's been different. I like I've just been having less meetings period and something I've actually been thinking about is man maybe I should start reaching out to some people that I haven't spoken with in a while and and set up a zoom call with them or set up just a phone call with them um, so just reassessing uh, you know what I need to do in my business and it's been kind of good to, to be honest with you because it's allowed me to look at my business and decide okay what do I need to focus on right now uh, during this time, to be able to push myself ahead to where, when things do get back 100% back to speed, or even 70% back to speed, I'm ready to rock and roll. And uh, I've got—I've actually became better out of this than you know when I when I we entered into it. So that's something I'm really looking at: is how do I become a better business owner um, out of this situation than than I was prior to the situation? Sure. Which kind of leads us into today's topic, right? What's today's topic? Uh,
1: assessing your portfolio and, and uh, what your plan is to do with it.
0: Yep, yeah. So this, uh, you know, this little scare here, uh, or big scare, whatever you want to call it, but this—I uh, should call it more than a scare. I mean, it's pretty serious, right? And, uh, but the the coronavirus uh, pandemic has. Allowed me to think a little bit about my portfolio as well. And quite frankly, I try to reassess and look at my portfolio every year or so, or last even sometimes. Uh, I look at a, a number of things. I look at what my rental rates are versus what the market rental rates are. Are we keeping up with the market? And a lot of times the answer is no. Like we haven't kept up with the market. I've got some properties that I'm still quite quite a bit below the market. I also look at, has the market shifted in any of the areas I've got properties in to where I could do a major remodel or minor remodel, and then even further improve my rents? Like, is that something that is necessary? And I have done that, you know, uh, actually just recently, just, just like, just now, even during this pandemic, I took a property and I've improved it more than what it was prior to. We, we did a, quite a few extra things to it to make it a nicer property to be able to demand higher rent because of the area that it's in. And we're able to uh, get about a $175 rent bump just by putting about $3,000 into the 3,500, I think we put in, uh, into the unit. So we are able to do that. Um, and I've done that several times with different properties, just reassess it, just look at it and go, okay, what, what, type of things should I do to this property, and how can that help push my rent uh, a little bit farther. And I've been able to do that with several properties. And it's not right for every property, but I've been able to do that to several properties and boost my rents by several hundred dollars on a few of them. Uh, even one of them we boosted by about $450 uh, just by putting in about $5,000 worth of work. So ROI is good on that. Real good. So, yeah, yeah. So, and so we can dig into that a little bit, and the other some of the other stuff I've I've assessed and looked at, and some changes I've made, some I haven't. But uh, I've looked at doing Airbnb with some of my properties. I haven't taken that leap yet, um, but I've looked at doing Airbnb. Obviously, right now and today, I'm happy I didn't. But at the same time, it, you know, if you go, I, I could have done it three years ago, and maybe even through this, it would be just fine because I've made. So much more money to cover, and I've got six months worth of fluff that it doesn't matter um, so that's a potential thing that you want to look at is this property good for Airbnb or corporate rental um, are there programs that would benefit this property so we put one of our properties we did a master uh, i yeah kind of kind of like a master lease it's a we did a sandwich lease or whatever you want to call it with the company who was running a senior citizen house out of our property. They were a company that did that. We charged, we did a little upcharge on our rent, and they, of course, made money on top of that. Uh, we did that for a short period of time. It didn't work out uh, with that company, but it's something I would consider, again, uh, would want a, just a little bit more established company than, than what these people were. Uh, the other thing I've got right now is I've got a relationship with the NHL where we rent out one of our houses directly to the NHL and they bring in people that they're training uh, and they, they live at our house. So it's a corporate rental um, and we just have one lease and they they pay that, the individuals don't pay. Now that's worked out really well. We're on to our fourth year doing that and we've got another two, uh, a year full already of a lease extension. So just making some decisions on, is this the right move for my property? Is this, a, should I you know, move this tenant base in? Should I, you know, change, um, we, should we do a remodel? Those are the types of things that I think are important to be looking at uh, on an annual basis. And now's the best time, right? I mean, it's a great time to be looking at what are our properties doing right now uh, and how are they cash flowing? and then deciding okay what shift what where should i go with this property and i'm doing that right now with all of my properties and actually deciding should i sell a couple of properties and i've decided just to take a couple of properties not very many off the table i've mainly sold my my kind of poor performers but i've got a couple that i've decided maybe to sell here and uh take a couple of chips off the table not a lot so that was a lot to digest
1: yeah so, what, what is your decision making process when deciding what to do with a particular property?
0: Well, it, it kind of comes, to, it, there's a lot of factors, right, that I talked about. So, you know, with, with selling, I just look at what my cash flow is on that property and what my actual profit would be if I sold it. And, you know, how long is it going to take me to make that money? You know, if this thing's only cash flowing $300 a month, and I've got 150K worth of equity in there. It's like, okay, well, how long is that going to take me to catch up to that 150 of equity? And what could I do with that equity? Um, you know, is it just going to sit around and do nothing and, and I'm not going to need it? Or is it going to be used for a potential opportunity? Um, so I just got to look at, you know, the, the pros and cons to both of those. So I'm kind of making a pros and cons list really for everything. Um, same thing, like these these properties, if I'm looking at, uh, do I do a remodel, right? Uh, we've got good cash reserves on all our properties. So it's, that's convenient, right? So this property, we had a good cash reserve. I looked at it and said, does it make sense to do a remodel? It's going to cost me $3,500. Uh, it's going to raise rent by 175 bucks a month. You know, What's my return on investment on that? And return on investment is really good. It makes sense to do right? If, if I go, well, it's not going to make sense. If it was a $60 return or $50 return, uh, well, that may, might not make sense to do, right? But when I'm getting 20, 25% return on investment, well, yeah, that makes sense. So a lot of it's just pros and cons. It's numbers looking at, and then the last thing is just, well, where's my vision? Like, what do I want to do? And some of that is I'm looking at my own small, you know, one to four family portfolio and going, okay, where's my vision? Like, where do I want to take this thing? Like, I've got some properties here that in not very distant future could be paid off. Like, that's a great feeling. But do I really want those properties in my portfolio? Like, I could pay them off. Great. But is that the property I actually want in my portfolio paid off? Or would I rather sell that, buy another property, and pay that property off? Um, and, and me personally, I like the idea of having some properties with very low leverage, um, especially in like a time like this where there's a lot of uncertainty. It's really nice knowing that I've got a lot of properties right now that are 20 to 40 percent loan to value. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of nice to have that kind of that set, set up right now
1: yeah that like gives you wiggle room uh if there's a indeed a recession uh, happening
0: yeah when your mortgage payment is you know three hundred dollars a month three to four hundred dollars a month asking for a forbearance really doesn't do a lot right when your mortgage payment is going to cripple you then yeah i mean you're and for, we can get a forbearance right now, luckily, without affecting our credit. But in a normal, even more cycle, you can't get a forbearance without affecting your credit. Forbearance means that the bank is just allowing you not to make payments today. You're going to make them in the future still, but you're just not making them today. You're basically pushing those off. Yeah, either adding them to the
1: end or, or doing like a payment plan uh, to catch up.
0: Yep, yep, you got it. Hey, I want to interrupt uh, real quick and just... Say, if you're looking for some help, if you are interested in multifamily investing and you want to dig deeper, now's a great time to connect with me and talk about what that would look like, how I can help you get to the next level. And I know there's a lot going on right now, so it's kind of confusing. Should I jump in? What should I do? I can tell you this from experience. Now is the time to learn. And now is the time to really understand how to take that next step because there will be opportunity. Opportunity probably isn't gonna happen for a little bit here, but the opportunity is gonna be coming or potentially uh, coming depending of course on how things shake out. Now is the time to be learning. So when that does come in six months, in 12 months, when that comes, you are ready to take action. You're ready to take the next steps and you're ready to actually take advantage of what could come down the pipeline. Uh, so now is a great time. I'd love to help you. I'd love to help you get there uh, if you're looking for that next step. So reach out and go to coachwithdex.com, coachwithdex.com, and, uh, and just do a discovery call to see if it's a right fit for you. The other couple things I want to mention, uh, we got the North Star Real Estate Conference. That's been put on hold, but it's still coming. We're gonna be doing it in the fall now of 2020, and we'd love to have you there. Love to have you, love to be able to shake your hand, uh, or give you an elbow bump, whatever is the the in thing at that time. And uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic information. We've got a bunch of great speakers that are still planning on coming. So I'd love to have you at the North Star Real Estate Conference in Minneapolis. You can go on to nreconference.com. and can click uh, and get your tickets with the promo code Bird. Uh, the last thing, again, I just want to say, I really appreciate you listening to this show and I hope you're getting a lot from it. I would love to hear from you on what you want out of this show. If there's anything that we're doing that we could do better, if there's any way we can serve you in a better way, I'd really love to know that to be able to take some time and help cater this show better to my audience. So you can Uh, definitely give us a note. uh, Pillars of Wealth Creation, you can give us a note. Uh, You can um, write us on Facebook. We've got our Pillars of Wealth uh, Facebook page. You can connect with me personally on Facebook. I'm just Todd Dexheimer. Um, So you can, I don't think there's too many of me. Uh, So you can connect with me and just let us know what, we can do to help better serve you. If you've got guest suggestions, if you've got uh, questions that you'd like us to ask, uh, our our hump day hustle. So we love to really make sure this show is about you and not just about us, of course. I really appreciate you listening and and being a a loyal listener and uh, subscribing and helping us build our audience. Let's get back to the show.
1: Yeah, one of my properties I'm actually selling uh, right now, but that's because I've executed my business plan. The renovations are done and uh, you know, I, got, I got to offer the price that I wanted originally anyway. So that's uh, then, plus I get to pull the capital out to reinvest it in the future deals that I'm looking at.
0: Well, and there there's the other thing you know, what's your business plan and vision? And, you know, are you still wanting to execute that business plan and vision? I mean, you could keep that property, but if you've already executed, vision and business plan you've, you've maximized the value now might be the time to sell, right? If that was your, if that was your plan and you've got a plan moving forward, uh, to continue to push, then that might be the right, right move to make. Yeah.
1: So, um, you know, I, I see a lot of people right now with uh, Airbnb and VRBO uh, switching their business plan to uh, be from the short-term rental to more long-term rental. And you know, I don't have any Airbnb myself, but if I did, I'd be looking at uh, you know maybe renting those out to nurses or to corporations uh, as furnished rentals, uh, so mm-hmm. I, I don't have to move the furniture out.
0: Yep. Yeah, I hundred uh, percent agree. Yeah, I mean that that would be the most natural move, right? They're already they're already uh, fully furnished. You could you could also do just a regular long term rental with fully furnished but you know um, most people that are moving from apartment to apartment already have furniture and so that might not be or that's probably not nearly as attractive the other option of course is to put it in storage or just sell it um, but you know here's the thing we are dealing with this coronavirus pandemic and we don't want to make knee-jerk reactions Right. So if you're an Airbnb operator and you're making, you were making a lot of money with Airbnb and doing really well and really enjoyed it, and that was your business model, be careful about shifting too quickly uh, just for a knee jerk reaction. Now, if it's survival, it's survival, right? We have to survive. But if it's just based on what's going on today and you can survive this pandemic, things are going to get back to normal sooner than later they really are. And so instead of, of doing the short term, if you can do the long-term corporate rental, if you can uh, put your stuff in storage for a short period of time and do a, a four-month rental or a six-month rental or something like that, I would, I would suggest doing that versus selling everything, selling your Airbnb or putting in a long-term rental just because you're freaked out about what's going on today. Now, again, financials have to play a factor into this, but let's not make a knee jerk reactions to sell all our portfolio because we're freaked out. Okay. Um, it's easy to do. It's easy to think like, I i have thought about like, Holy cow, like this could get really bad. Maybe I should sell everything. And it's like, well, wait a second now. Like that doesn't make any sense to do like, that's just a knee jerk reaction. Um, and so, so really you've got to mind your business, right? You've got to think about what's going to positively affect your business in the long term, and not just, today and be reactionary
1: if you let the panic and fear overwhelm you then you're going to lose a lot of money in the process
0: yep yep one thing through this uh, that i have been putting some thought into is leverage and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people i think that really like a lot of leverage they think real estate's great because we can have this high leverage asset and we can leverage it at 80% and, you know, 75, 80%. And I've never been that uh, that gung-ho on, on that high of leverage, personally, unless it truly makes a lot of sense. Like, if this thing cash flows really well and we do 75%, okay. But I've been more of a focused on my cash flow. So, you know, like when I say my portfolio was between 20 to 40%, um, maybe as high as 50%. Uh, loan to value. I mean, that's that's the truth. Uh, but one thing I've looked at more and more is is the leverage can be a very dangerous tool. Right? It's it's a great tool because it can allow us to accelerate our investments. But it's also a dangerous tool if we're using it in spite of cash flow. Right? If we're using it in a way that's going to decrease our cash flow and not allow us to actually profit the way we should profit on a rental. So it's, it's now it's, it's giving us a higher risk factor. That's something I, I really have been thinking about lately. And, and glad, for one, I didn't do that with my small portfolio. And as I continue to grow, something I just want to be very cognizant about as I move forward with these newer assets is I want to be careful with my leverage and how I'm doing that and make sure we're not over leveraging just for the fact that we can.
1: Yeah. Makes sense. Especially at times like this, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, we don't want to have fear take over our business and take over our mind, but we also want to use this as a learning experience as well and looking at, okay, how do I want to, how do I want to look through recessionary times. And this might be an extraordinary example, but we do have recessions. And so how do I want my business to look through those times? Having some properties with very low leverage or most of your properties with very low leverage, in my opinion, is a really sound business strategy. It's going to allow you to get through some pretty difficult times. Um, So that's, that's my opinion and what people can take that for what it is. Uh, you can continue to leverage as high as you want, uh, definitely. It's not going to hurt my feelings, but my opinion is we should watch our leverage. Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, anything else, Matt?
1: No, nope, not today.
0: Perfect. Well, Matt, uh, I want to make this announcement too. I think most people that uh, have have been interested in our, our conference already know this, but we did. Put our conference on uh, we postponed it. It's going to be in late summer, early fall. We haven't got a date locked down. Hopefully we'll have that soon. But our conference, the North Star Real Estate Conference, is postponed. We were gonna have it April 24th and 25th. However, with everything that's going on, uh just made it made too much sense to to, to postpone it. I mean, it just it just wasn't worth moving forward with that date so we did postpone so those of you who are still interested we're still selling tickets um we're keeping the promo codes uh open so you can use the promo code early bird still and you can get that uh discount and uh nreconference com is still where you can get your tickets so just wanted to let everybody know that
1: yep and if you ask any questions through the comments on the website those go straight to me so I'll be happy to answer
0: perfect all right, Matt. Well, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day Saturday. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, so I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. Your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and and want this so Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.